0: Dueling genre.
1: welcome to the Jane silent bob minute where we are covering the movie chasing amy one minute at a time today we're covering minute 46 quite possibly the greatest programming minute ever i'm jeff ferry and i'm chris therkatsch
0: and I'm Guy Hutchinson, and boy, am I glad to be here. I love you two guys, and I love this show. I think you guys have taken a movie that I don't know a lot about, and you've made me very interested in it.
1: Well, that's good, because last, last time we did a movie, we took a movie everyone was interested in, and we tried to make it less interesting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we did the extended cut, and nobody was happy about it.
1: <laughs> and We took I a am- lot of heat about it. <laughs>
0: I am a podcaster and author. My latest book is called "Bibbity Boozity Book. Uh, This is a movie I saw one time. I saw it in a theater in New Jersey, uh, and and there were only uh, three people in the theater. It was me, because I went on an afternoon. It was like, you know, I was off from work. I took an afternoon, slid into the theater, and there were two elderly women in the back of the theater, and the entire time, one of them would repeat the dialogue to the other one who couldn't hear it. So she'd be like, like what and then she'd repeat the line to her and sometimes she'd go i don't know like you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) trendy dialogue they're using is not working for me um so i have not seen this movie since then but i have rewatched these minutes and it's excited me to after we're done go ahead
1: and watch the whole movie again this movie is interesting because it has some real peaks and valleys to it when people are really flowing with the kevin smith dialogue it can be very interesting and then it's got some lulls to it here and there. You're lucky. You got a, we're on the crest of a wave right here. So you yeah. got a good spot.
0: Yeah, I, I told you, you, got, you asked me, you said, which, uh, which minute would you like? Is there a part you really like? I said, nope, whatever you got. I'm good with any of it. Uh, and then you gave me this. And as soon as I started it, I was like, this is my favorite scene in this movie. I forgot this. I love this scene. This scene cracked me up when I saw it the first time. And uh, I have a lot to say about these, these minutes.
1: Yeah, you're pretty safe if you got if you got Jason Lee or Dwight Ewell in your minute, you're usually pretty safe. You're going to have something good going on. Mm-hmm. It's just a little frightening if you just have um, just Ben Affleck and Jerry Lord Adams. They get some of the heavy lifting to do in this, where it's just dialogue on a bench or on a set of swings. All right, minute forty six begins with Holden admonishing Banky and ends with Banky grabbing a pen. All right, now we're we're going to go a long distance in this minute, <laughs> and it's going to be a long one minute. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, the first thing I will tell you I noticed is in the background, you can see their stove. And it is a GE Deluxe uh, Liberator stove from about 1956. And this was a dual oven stove. uh, And what's interesting about it is this stove had four burners on the left and then had two stoves at the bottom. So you had a small stove on the left. Uh, larger stove on the right and on the top there was like an area where you could prepare food it looks like they have books stacked on that side of the stove
1: so hopefully they don't confuse which burner they're turning on no
0: the the burners are on the one side that's the cool thing you've got a prep area on this stove i do think this is interesting a lot of movies uh even for years after this would use old stoves and old refrigerators to indicate that somebody you know that it was you know young people they were just kind of starting out they didn't have a lot of money or they were poor um and stoves i'm really okay with because i have a vintage stove vintage stoves are great they last forever but vintage refrigerators, like I saw the, um, uh, I think it's Kevin Smith's in it, Live Free or Die Hard. Uh, oh yeah. They, in that movie, uh, Justin Long's character has a vintage refrigerator. Vintage refrigerators are a pain in the neck to try to upkeep. You've got to put freon in them. They're they're um, they cost more money every month than a real than a modern refrigerator. So it would make more sense that his character, rather than having a 1950s refrigerator would have at some point took a you know a nineteen ninety one refrigerator off a street corner and put it in his apartment. Uh just because it doesn't it wouldn't make sense that this guy would be an aficionado that would want to deal with the with the use of that vintage refrigerator. But this vintage stove, it's a beauty. It's really cool to see it in the background.
1: Yeah they have a lot of interesting things in their apartment which makes you kind of believe like or wonder Do they have money? They seem to be doing pretty well. They have a whole section of the building to themselves, Mm -hmm. but they only seem to be middle of the road comic book artists. They seem to be pretty well off for independent comic book artists, but I I guess it's the 90s. Maybe in the 90s, independent comic book artists still made a living wage. (laughs)
0: Uh, they're playing uh, the hockey game on Sega Genesis. This is uh, the 1991 uh, Electronic Arts game, Hockey. Um, we were trying to figure
2: that out last week, and we couldn't figure out what it was.
0: I'm almost positive this is the one. It's because of the yellow tab on the cartridge. Um, I- I'm pretty sure that's the one they're playing. It's odd that they're playing a game that old. I mean, you know, they're they've got an old <laughs> they've got an old stove and they've right. got an old gaming system.
1: Well, the problem was. Especially on Sega Genesis. like They had like four, five, six years of NHL games yeah. that all looked roughly the same. It wasn't like there was a huge update from year to year. You'd be like, okay, they changed the players' numbers, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not like the graphics from 1991 were that different from your 1995. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the jump was not extreme. Uh, it's the, like it, a, still basically a little rectangle with a tiny rectangle head. <laughs> Okay, now I'll have to ask both of you guys. I'm sure you've played the games a little bit. Were you a yeller and screamer at the game when things weren't going your way?
2: <laughs> I honestly played it with my nephew, who's ten years younger than me, and he got the brunt of when I lost. It was his fault. He got knocked off the couch. It's your fault. You made me die. <laughs> 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 to this day, he still talks about it. You know, I was always I was, you were always pushing me around when I was little, he, and he's way bigger than me now, so I can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: That's not the one. That's a wrestler, is it?
2: It's his older brother. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) who is bigger than him, by the way.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I would always get in the zone. You know, like when I was playing a video game, uh, I would get in that you know that space where I wouldn't scream because I wouldn't even I couldn't hear people if they were standing right next to me. I was zoned in on that screen. I was uh, I got that uh, like Rain Man. (laughs) Uh, think going when i would play those um i found an article from 1997 from the hartford courant uh, which says no more whale filmmaker laments loss of the team reference uh, and it's about um it's about kevin smith always mentioning the whalers they are mentioned in this scene uh he calls them the gay f word um in this in this sequence ban- banky Banksy? Banky, Banky, Banky. Banky yes. Thank God, uh, yeah, he's, he's not doing He's not, he's not a
1: famous artist. <laughs> uh, so
0: he's uh, he call he, he refers to them as the gay f bomb. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, as a quick side note, uh, did you know Gary Carter invented the term f bomb?
1: Gary Carter, the, the, the catcher the for Mets. the Mets? Yes.
0: Gary <laughs> Carter, the catcher from the Mets, invented the term the F-bomb. And I only learned this when researching my newest book, Bibbity boozity Book. It's in the book. There's a toast to Gary Carter, and you can get it on Amazon.com. But in an interview with the press when referring to the other F-word, he was the first person to ever use the term F-bomb.
1: Wow. What a claim to fame for like... <laughs> A, I mean, a moderately remembered uh, oh, catcher. No, I could listen, I could. wrong I could listen, I could have asked Chris who Gary Carter was for the next six weeks and he would have never gotten it.
2: Listen, I didn't even know who the whalers were. I couldn't figure out why they were <laughs> talking so bad about Bob Marley. I didn't know why he didn't like Bob Marley. <laughs> Gary
0: Carter was a great catcher for the Mets. Uh, sadly, he's passed on, but he had there was an attraction at Epcot for many years in the Wonders of Life Pavilion, uh, where you could pitch with, give, with Gary Carter giving you some instructions on pitching, catching, huh. and, and you know it was, it was kind of fun. Uh, the Hartford Whalers um, were around and, and in '97, so I guess that's the year this came out, right? Yep. They relocated to North Carolina and became the Hurricanes.
1: Oh, God, yeah. There's, I mean, if there's a hotbed for hockey, it's North Carolina. Yeah. I went to those games because that would have been – I lived down there from 98 to 2002, so I went to a few Hurricanes games. You know, two-third full arena of people who have no idea what hockey is. I was like, I wear all my flyer stuff. Nobody cares. I'm like, come on. Really? Nobody can (laughs) even like yell at me? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Here is, uh, this is Kevin Smith's quotes from the article. He says specifically about this scene in this movie. He says, quote, when you have scenes like that, it's more fun to use an actual team name. When we played hockey on Sega, we used to go for the Whalers all the time. You have to love those jerseys. I'm going to go out and buy one before they all disappear. It's a shame they left. What else is there to do in Hartford? Where are they now? Carolina Hurricanes? That's not a hockey team. It's like one day I woke up and all of a sudden there was an NHL team in Dallas. Does ice even freeze there? Um, by the way, Kevin Smith always likes to say that that hockey sweaters are hockey jerseys, which is incorrect. I know he's yeah. got this thing where he says he, he would always be in Jersey, was his... Uh, his his promise to his father so he wears a hockey jersey but in hockey it's a sweater it's not a jersey
1: yeah i mean yeah he says a lot of things it's just like trying to justify why he moved (laughs) to la and the real reason is because his wife said they were going to yeah
2: that is true i've never heard Uh, that before hockey sweater really
1: yeah yeah it's really called a sweater i mean you'll still hear referred to as a jersey but that's not right wow like, why would you know that, Chris? You know nothing about sports. <laughs> I just, oh. it, it doesn't sound right. It sounds like you said wearing a hockey no. sweater. I'll try to remember to put up in the, the quicker stop. I was talking about yelling at the at the, uh, at your TV or at your stuff. Mm-hmm. When I was real little, not only did I yell at it, I used to physically attack it. I used yeah. to throw. <laughs> throw the paddle. I would throw the paddle at it. Me too. Well, I, st- I still have. My, I have my original Nintendo yeah. from 1985 that was bought for me. I'll I'll try to bring the picture of it. I still have some of the original controllers. The controllers have indentations in the bottom of them, and the whole lid of the Nintendo is broken off, and there's a crack right down the center of it from me rifling this thing at it. And you know when that ended? The first time I had to pay for something. Oh, yeah.
2: right. You broke it. <laughs> it was like,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. how much not. does that cost? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, never mind. Now they're all in pristine condition. Somebody gets near them. I'm like, whoa, 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 Don't touch that. Don't touch that. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Get away think... from there. It's like, a, it's like a car payment. Get away from there. I think you as a child
2: had anger issues anyway, Jeff. That's not the first story you've told me about you throwing things.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: What do you mean? My... hillbilly jimmy was... your sister. Yeah. You don't remember <laughs> that Sorry.
1: Listen, it wasn't at my sister. It was thrown at me, and it went through my downstairs plate glass window.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you threw it.
1: <laughs> and now Hillbilly Jim is upstairs in my bathroom.
0: <laughs> God almighty, I hope that's an action figure.
2: <laughs> he's no,
1: not he, just, Hillbilly Jim lives with Jeff now.
0: It's, he's,
2: he's a
1: 400-pound 70-year-old like, man.
0: <laughs> he's like, don't go messing with a country boy. Please close the
1: bathroom door back up. <laughs> Yeah, Um, I I called him Haystack's Calhoun the other day and he beat the crap out of me.
0: (laughs) I I had a buddy named John uh, a few years before this movie took place who used to do that. He would throw his remote at the TV and then... try to spit at the TV and it would always just fall like slightly in front of him, usually like on his lap or on the chair he was sitting on. Um, Yeah, if you're going to get so bent out of shape while playing a game so much that you feel the need to curse the TV, try not to gay bash it, all right?
1: (laughs) Um, The the thing, here's what I love about this minute. They're They're both right and both wrong in this minute. I would be, I see where he's coming from. He's yelling at Banky and he's right. Banky shouldn't be doing what he's doing. But Holden has had like a 180 personality change. Right, yes. yes. So it's like your friend who is you know, he used to eat cheeseburgers uh, three times yeah, a day yeah, and he's, he's now vegan. That's yes! <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> exactly what he's doing. Or he just found religion and you're like, no, and no, no. Like, no. Slow
0: it down. Come on. <laughs>
1: you're
0: like, we used to do this a couple months ago and you were fine with it. I can't yeah. I can't change my habit. And mm-hmm. and he goes, he's like, You're not that kind of guy. Well, here's the thing. Banky's a terrible human being. (laughs) This is the least of his worries is that he (laughs) may swear at the whalers on the video game. Yeah. Uh, Before we go any further, I do want to mention the two newspapers that you see on the table in front of them are on the left, the Asbury Park Press. I see the press. which is a uh, newspaper founded in 19, uh, 1879 in Neptune, New Jersey. It's a, uh, it was a daily newspaper. I guess it's still around. Um, they, still, they still are circulating. And the other one on the right-hand side, founded in 1990, is the Two River Times, which is a weekly newspaper based in Red Bank so there you go there's the the two newspapers that they happen to have on their on their coffee table are either still in print they both i believe they both are i heard that the they both have websites still so um okay. the two river times sold recently but it uh it still seems around and uh, according to wikipedia asbury park press uh has 2.5 million unique visitors on its digital site and uh, they do not release print circulation figures at the moment. But um, they're, they're still, I mean, as far as newspapers go, they're still around.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, even newspapers that are big newspapers, they're like, we have so much in circulation. You're like, what was your circulation like 25 years ago? They're like, we don't want to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, no, just, no, don't mention right.
0: that. <laughs> no it's i mean it's so true i uh, newspapers it's really something i did a an interview with a newspaper and i was so excited and then i started doing the math and i was like their circulation is lower than any podcast i appear
2: on it's (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing i saw a a philadelphia daily news one of the newscasters on tv had it the other day and it's 295 for a daily news yeah Yeah. i would never pay 295 for for a daily news
1: I wrote a story like three or four years ago, and it got in the Chicago Tribune. I was like, "Oh my god, I've made it!" Made this it. is yeah. am- and then yeah. six months after I got in there, they shut down that whole section of the paper. <laughs> I'm like, "Whoops, you broke it, you did it." <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, we don't do that anymore." I'm like, oh well, it was a nice spot, lasted. <laughs> oh, right before Banky starts his uh, his real tirade, you get a quick look at his workstation again, and you can see his the ladies that he's got on there with their eyes cut out mm-hmm. and. Their breasts on the other woman's shoulder? Yeah, yeah which is not serial killer at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he just doesn't like them looking at him while he's looking at them.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's going to get drug into court when you're in there for your murder trial. He <laughs> <laughs> gouges her
2: eyes out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a lot going on. I think Holden just didn't. I guess Holden couldn't tell. Banky must have been building this up for weeks. You just can't tell when your friend that you live with is slowly starting to, bu- to boil. You don't know that he's ready to explode. <laughs>
2: I mean he didn't see this coming.
1: I do like he takes a pencil and throws it across
2: the room. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's,
1: it's a thing you would do to your friend, just like I'm gonna throw this away from you. <laughs> Go get it. Uh the only part of the minute where I really turn against Banky is when he says she's programming you. I'm like, eh. I mean well, I guess.
2: <laughs> I don't know. She's doing something because she's not gonna date him. So something's weird is, is definitely going on. So Banky's got maybe yeah. he has a you know, a little insight into it.
1: I just don't think she, she's not she actively trying to brainwash him this is not the Manchurian candidate well, here she
2: does have him picking her up and t- bringing her over from New York I mean
1: maybe she just are needs you talking are park. you saying that someone in a friendship might take advantage of the other person in the friendship <laughs> I find that hard to believe
2: yeah that never happens I'm sorry what was I thinking
1: uh, I'll take you back to a time let, let's call it high school let's call it your 16 17 years old that first friend gets a license that friend gets real popular for a while <laughs> this is true <laughs> right about the time until everybody else gets their license then they're like oh yeah whatever buzz off loser (laughs) he even uh you know
2: mysteriously gets a couple girlfriends which he never had before yeah
1: (laughs) yeah he he says what does it matter if he calls if he you know he oh if he calls someone a dyke or he calls the whalers by their inappropriate nickname that he has for them um he's right about one thing technically there is nothing wrong with it if he does say it in his house or his office the problem yeah. is I don't think Banky confines it to there <laughs> as we find out before and after this. <laughs> yeah, it's free country. You can say whatever you want in your house. You can have whatever things you want, but we've already seen him in an office not 20 minutes ago in this very movie talking about things you shouldn't talk about in public.
2: Right, yeah. right. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like uh, Holden's response to this is is not good as a friend. It's not the way to do it. There are ways to do this. Um, I, think, I think it... Uh, it It's too um it's patronizing and it's insulting. I feel like he's there's no way that this doesn't start
2: an argument.
1: yeah you, know? you it's a tough road to hoe when you say to your friend. You shouldn't do this. You're a better person than this.
2: Yeah. You should fight. Uh, like even if, anger.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're just going to make mad. I'm just going to yell at you now. <laughs> even if you're right. And I know you're right. I don't care anymore. Now. Now you've made me angry because now you're talking down to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take this to like the next level of the fight no matter what. Which is funny because I guess because of their artists, this fight doesn't end up going where I think it normally would. I feel like in most people's friendship, this would just devolve into a screaming match. Right. And, and eventually, somebody like, would retire to their room to get away from it.
2: <laughs> what a big mm-hmm. slam of the door.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, there's only. Uh, you, that's why cell phones ruin so much of arguments because there was nothing like slamming down a receiver on somebody. <laughs>
2: yes! <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it's so true. The difference between. <laughs> Bam, and the day you'd hear from that bell to you saying, oh, screw you. And you take it away from your ear and you
2: look carefully and find that little red dot and you press it. You paid $1,000 for that phone. You ain't slamming it nowhere.
1: Yeah, you'd slam that thing anywhere. (laughs) You're just like, ah, just click. Oh, there's nothing worse than than being mad. And then... Like, say you're in the car and now you where's where's the disconnect button i want to hang up on this person
0: no and even like a real phone nowadays it doesn't have that heavy slam to it like an old phone the phones are super like old phones they used to put weights in the receiver because people would think otherwise it was cheap if it wasn't heavy so you had it was a nice heavy piece of plastic
1: yeah where i work at in the air force there's still a couple of the old the old ass green phones around the old landlines Oh those are awesome Are they rotary? Uh, There's still a rotary one I think in supply still has one We have the one with the buttons on it But like Oh, oh but the, yeah it's the same thing It's got the heavy has got like You in If you were under attack You could hit somebody with that And you could kill them with it Because it weighs <laughs> like 12 pounds They also have a computer That's still plugged in That still has the green typeface With the black background Oh wow I'm like How old is this computer? They're like This is the only computer That works all the time it's so old; it's literally unhackable <laughs> because so nobody, nobody's running there. that operating. It's like eighty operating systems ago. Wow, <laughs> it's like DOS basically. <laughs> I mean, it takes forever to do anything on it, but like the thing functions all the time. I think it could it could probably survive a nuclear blast and be like, "Nah, it's good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this nineteen eighty seven technology; it's it's peak. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Chris, how has your feelings of Holden changed? Chris has hated Holden pretty much from about five minutes into this movie.
2: Listen, (laughs) it it hasn't changed in this minute at all, (laughs) (laughs) because like he's he's so like offhand about it, like, and he can see that Banky's pissed, and he still kind of like doesn't give a shit.
1: Well, he is someone who just watched a Netflix documentary and has changed their position on something without you you knowing about it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and you just come in like you have no idea about it, and they're like, I was like, what are the ones going around like? It's like they just watched Making a Murderer, and now they know all about the justice system. Uh, if, it's the, you're better than this. If they
2: would have had this conversation that night, they left Meowmex, it would have been a totally different conversation.
1: Oh, yeah. Because the, the first part of this movie, Banky, this is frightening to say, Banky's the more open-minded of yes, them. Yes, absolutely. He's the one willing to have a conversation with her about you know what's it like to be a lesbian and this and that. Right. Like He's having a very open, honest relationship conversation with her which is why his turn is weird because you're like oh well this is who he really is
2: Cause, and holding that whole time just sits there with a sour puss on his face so mad that she's making out with that other girl <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah they're both putting up a weird front here like okay. Banky's obviously been sitting on these feelings for a while and it's just going to let it blow but in a very creative way
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> as we'll find out
1: yeah. So, does anybody have anything about this minute? Uh, we have plenty to go on next minute. Don't worry. It's a Kevin Smith movie. It's not like we're going to change locations for next minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is it. that is all I have for this minute.
1: All right, well, Guy, why don't you throw out a couple of plugs, and then uh, Cr- Chris will shuffle through his papers and try to find something.
0: <laughs> sure, uh, if you if you want to follow me on on just about everything, I'm G U Y H U T C H I N S O N Guy Hutchinson. Please check out my stuff. I'll be appearing in uh, Richmond, Virginia, GalaxyCon Richmond at the end of February uh, and the beginning of March. So, you know, if you're in the area, stop on by, and if not, the heck with you. I got better better people to talk to than you. Uh, and that's it. That's all I got.
2: You uh, mentioned Bippity Boozity Book a couple yes, times. Uh, sure. My wife is a proud owner of a signed oh, copy that she got for Christmas. It's
0: fantastic. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun book. It was, uh, it's, it's cocktails that they serve at Disney hotels and theme parks uh, paired up with toasts to different people in Disney history, but like Gary Carter, they're not the people you would expect a toast to be read to, and so I've created very unique and and found the particular unique people in Disney history that people don't know about, so I think it's a whole lot of fun. It's really cheap. If you have a Kindle, you can get it for, I think, $2.99 on Amazon, so I highly recommend it to people. It's a great book. I should know. I I benefit financially from it.
1: Now, Chris, this is the part of the show where you try to plug something of ours.
2: <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We are on com. We did Clerks one minute at a time. We did Mallrats one minute at a time. And we're trying to work our way through Chasing Amy. What are we, about a third of the way through, Jeff?
1: I'm trying not to think about it. Yeah,
2: me too. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on MoviesByMinutes.com. Pay special attention to the uh, Star Wars Minute. that are all just started it. And, I don't know, that's about it. Anything
1: else, Jeff? Nope. Have a magical day. Now-